Welcome to Whitefields Church Podcast. Our focus is to help you grow relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. I hope you enjoy the message. Take a minute here and pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just thank you for your presence here, Lord. And Lord, I just pray that you just uh, use me to speak the word you have for us today. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so Revelation 12, 11. This is about to slide off of here. Thank you, Lord. Revelation 12, 11 is a promise that we can claim. This is who we are. We are overcomers. We are overcomers in this world. Sometimes it may not seem like we're overcomers, but we are. That is who who Christ made us to be. He died for us. It says in 12:11, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. And then we're going to turn to 1 Peter 5, 6 to 11. And that is what um, I am going to do today. I'm going to give you a testimony of what the Lord's been doing with me. Thank you, Lord. Anyway, 1 Peter 5, 6 to 11. This is how we, we overcome him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. This is how we do it, okay? This whole scripture section here is talking about submitting to God and resisting the devil. And uh, we all know, and if you don't know, you should know, if you're a born-again believer, we have an enemy. Because we are a threat to the kingdom of darkness, okay? Yay, hallelujah, I'm glad I'm a threat, okay? <laughs> so if we're a threat to him, then we need to be aware of what's happening. We need to be aware of our circumstances, okay? This scripture says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So we need to walk in an attitude of humility. It says, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. So every day, every day when we get up, we should be casting our cares on the Lord, humbling ourselves before him, submitting to him, saying, okay, Lord, this is the agenda I have. Is this your agenda for me? And if it isn't, change it up, okay? Change it up, okay? says, uh, cast all your care upon him, for he cares for you. He cares for us. He wants to, to lead us and guide us. But he can't do that if we're running around uh, like chickens with our heads cut off, doing this, that, and everything, because we think we have to do everything for him. No, you don't have to do everything for him. Give it up, okay? Give it up. Ask the Lord what he wants you to do, and do that. Forget everything else, and you'll do well, Okay? says, be sober and be vigilant. Here is the key. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Okay. So he's walking around out there looking, who, who, who can he devour? He's not worried about the unbelievers. He's already got them. That's talking about us, okay? So we need to be vigilant and aware even if we were in uh, familiar circumstances, Eric made reference to that today, which I thank you, Eric, for what you said. That kind of leads into my story here. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, we have to be careful because we can become so comfortable with where we're at, whether it's our job, our friends, or whoever, that we're not vigilant. And that is when the enemy will seek to devour us, okay? That is when he'll step in. 
I just had this experience in Juno, which I was not happy about. But hallelujah, I made it through. <laughs> I got the victory, and the Lord was glorified. But it was not easy, okay? And the way, the way that I got uh, sidetracked is that people were encouraging me. You know, sometimes people can, well, many people can encourage you to do things. And if it's not the Lord's will that you do it, it could be a big mistake. And that is exactly what happened to me. I was totally caught up and unaware. So I was totally surprised because I thought, I thought I was being aware. You know, you think you're on top of it, and then you find out you're not, okay? So anyway, these different, different legislators were asking me to do things. And I thought, okay, this person's asked me to do it. This person's asked me to do it. That person's asked me to do it. I should do it. No, I was not supposed to do it, okay? I was not supposed to do it. But I pursued it because I thought that I was somehow helping them. No. It was, it was a target. It was a target on my back that the enemy was using, and I didn't see it coming, okay? So I was able to maneuver around, and I made it through, but I was very, very disappointed, very disappointed in myself that I missed it, very disappointed that um, I gave opportunity for the enemy to attack me, but I learned from it. You know, we got to learn from these experiences. That's how we grow. That's how we move on, okay? And the, the thing, the way the turnaround came is it turned out that um, uh, this person uh, who the enemy was using to attack me, it was just a, it was just a strange uh, thing that was going on with this person. It really had nothing to do with me. But I got caught up in it because of what other people were telling me. See, so I took on another person's issue that was not mine to take on. And so, therefore, that person targeted me. You know, okay, I'm going to get her. <laughs> you know? I mean, I was totally freaked out. But anyway, I made it through, okay? Amen. And what does it say? It says to resist the devil. Resist him. Verse 9, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Okay, so, so anyway, as I was, I'm going to get back to what I was showing about Juno, and then I'm going to share what this is. You know, after all this stuff I went through, I came home, I was so discouraged. Then I got this in the mail. Okay, I'm going to read it to you. Okay, do that later, okay? But anyway, the Lord is faithful. He brings us through, Okay. I, I want to turn to um, a good example of this is Peter. Think about Peter, the Apostle Peter. He went through a lot of stuff, okay? And it looked like he was not going to come out the other side. Bye. This is Luke 22. Anyway, but Jesus prayed for him. And that, that is the main focus of my message today is that we, we as a people, really as a Christian, really the whole of our existence is prayer. It really is. Who is the greatest, greatest intercessor that ever was? Jesus. So what should we be? We should all be intercessors, okay? And sometimes there's a bad name put on that. People think, well, it's these little women praying over here in this corner. You know, yeah, that might be part of it too. But we're all called to be intercessors. If Jesus was the greatest intercessor that ever was, who should we be? Intercessors. We should all be praying, okay? So anyway, in Luke 22, here... Peter knew, or Jesus knew what was going to happen to Peter, you know, because he's God and he knows all things. He knew he was going to deny him three times. And so in 22, 
verse 31, Jesus is speaking to Peter. He says, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you that he may sift you like wheat. There is a devil looking for somebody to devour, one of the disciples, okay? What does he say? He says, I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. So he not only prayed for him, he gave him an assignment on top of it, you know. <laughs> and guess what? Peter didn't fail. He went through all that. Yes, he denied Jesus three times, but he repented. The thing is, here is he repented, and he came back to the Lord. So we can blow it and blow it, but if we repent and come back to the Lord, he will bring us through, okay? That's what I had to do. I had to repent to the Lord. Okay, Lord, I missed it. I shouldn't have, you know, gone into, uh, you know, I shouldn't have agreed with all these guys. You know, I know better. What was I thinking, you know? And then he turned it around. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I mean, I still had to face the person and be nice, say, hi. I didn't want to. <laughs> you know, I wanted to take her to the cleaners, <laughs> but I didn't. I said, oh, hi. You know, <laughs> that's what you do, right? And, and anyway, the Lord was with me and turned it around. Thank the maker. So Jesus, I'm going to turn, want to turn to another scripture here in Hebrews. Hebrews, uh, Hebrews 7, verse 25. This is another scripture that talks about Jesus being the, uh, our intercessor. And um, I just think it's good to have scriptural backup here. We, we are 11, and a lot of you know this, who are actively walking with the Lord and seeking him and, and stepping out in faith and trying to do things. We're living in a very difficult season right now. How many of you know this? I mean, that's just where we're at. It's just that timeline in the, in the, in the world right now, in the spiritual realm. And so we ha we've got to be aware. We have to be aware. We have to be awake. We have to submit to the Lord every day, yield to him, ask him for direction, and then listen. We've got to train our ears to listen and not be going around so fast that we miss what's happening. See, that was part of what was going on with me. There were so many things happening on the last, my last visit to Juno that um, I wasn't paying attention, and I know better. I know that because it's the capital of our state, you know, there's so much spiritual warfare there. I know that. But I was caught off guard. And anyway, this can happen to us every day if we're not paying attention right now. It's a different season. I want to emphasize that. It is a different season in the spirit. We have got to be awake, okay, and alert in the spirit. Otherwise, we're going to get caught in something that we're not meant to be caught in. And it will just drag us down. Okay, these were well-meaning Christian people that I know that got me into this. Now, they weren't trying to get me into anything like this. It wasn't their fault. I mean, they had a perfectly good thing they were trying to um, do for me. But see, it was not what was supposed to happen because I didn't need them to do that for me. God is my defender. I don't need people to go on the defense for me. And if people do that, even though they're trying to do the right thing for you, the enemy can get in there. And that's what happened. They were trying to defend me. And I appreciate that they were trying to defend me. I thank them for that. But it kind of blew up in my face. And I thought, oh, my. And I, I had to repent. Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know how I got here. I don't know what happened. But, oh, sorry. You know, turn it around. And he did. <laughs> thank the Lord he did. 
So anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Hebrews 7, verse, did I say verse 25? Where is it here? I've got it marked in my Bible somewhere. Anyway, um, I ended up getting a citation. That's what I'm going to read to you. I had no idea it was even coming. I got it in the mail. And uh, it was something that was in the works last session, I guess. And I just got it in the mail. The citation by the legislator honoring me, Reverend Nancy Campbell, for all the years I've been coming to Juno. I know. I know. That's what this is. I know. I'm going to frame it and hang it in my office. But anyway, I'm going to read it to you. But it totally blew me away because I was so discouraged. And I thought, how is I'm ever going to turn this around? Then I get a citation. And okay, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Talk about redemption, you know. And the interesting thing is, is that the, the person who was having this issue with me, her position uh, is when something is read on the floor uh, as a, uh, well, I don't want to reveal who it is, but anyway, her part was to read it. And I thought, thank you, Lord. Wasn't that just like you? <laughs> she had to read all these good things that they said about me. <laughs> and I thought, okay, thank you, Lord, for taking care of that. <laughs> I didn't have to say a thing, you know. But I wasn't lost on me because I know how things worked on there. I knew that that person wouldn't have had to read that on the floor. Because when there's citations, they read it on the floor of the legislation. Legislature. Usually it's at the end of the session and there's a list of them. They cite, you know, they give this person a citation. Like when we lost our son, Micah, uh, we got a citation from uh, Governor Murkowski then honoring him when he passed away. And we went to a special ceremony. They gave it to us. But that's what those are. You know? So anyway, I was totally blown away. But that just goes to show you. It's just like Peter. He blew it. He did all this stuff. What happened? Jesus prayed for him that his faith wouldn't fail. And I like that we sang that one song today about the Lord never failing. Confirmation. Thank you, Vic. <laughs> anyway. Jesus never fails, and he won't fail us. We just have to communicate with him. Okay, early on in my walk with the Lord, one of the things that I learned was it's really important that you walk and talk with the Lord, okay? Yes, you need to have those special times of uh, quiet time when it's just you and God, and, you know, you're hidden away somewhere or whatever. And then there's times, joint times where you may be in prayer, but every day you can talk to the Lord as you're going about your business. I learned that early on. You walk and you talk with the Lord. Okay. Just talk with him throughout the day. Whatever you encounter, talk to him. You know, Have a conversation. Develop that relationship with him, that tight relationship that he's your friend and you can rely on him. And he will lead and guide you. But it takes discipline. It's not something that we easily do. It's not something that... We're trained to do, okay? But that's something we need to do. Walk and talk with the Lord. You're driving the car, talk with the Lord. You know, invite the Holy Spirit to come in and drive with you. Um, you're walking down the street, talk with the Lord. You know, you're, you're having an intense conversation with somebody, talk with the Lord. I mean, it's not like you should pray in tongues while you're looking at the person. That would blow them away. They probably think you're nuts. <laughs> anyway, don't do that. But anyway, you can pray quietly to the Lord. You know, as, as the person is talking to you, it might be intense. Ask the Lord for wisdom. You know, just in your head, ask the Lord. You know, have that conversation with him. And he will respond. Very important in these times we're living in. Okay, did I read? I don't think I read that scripture. 725, it says, therefore, this is a talk, talking about Jesus. He is also able to save, the, save to the uttermost those who come to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. He lives to make intercession for us, okay? 
And in Romans, Romans 8.34, it says, I'm not going to read them, I'm just going to quote it. It says, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God. He is making intercession to the Father for us right now. He's up there making intercession for us. He is the greatest intercessor. Okay, so we can count on that. We can depend upon that. And we have a part to play in all of this. He could do it all himself, but he chose us. He created us to be his voice here on the earth. And again, I'm, I'm going to reference what Eric said about he was talking about if he's being the best person he can be for the Lord. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's what we all need to be doing. Are we doing what God has called us to do? What is the more, most important thing we can do? What God wants us to do. Not what we think. Not what our intellect tells us. You know, not all the studying we can do. There's nothing wrong with that. But that shouldn't be our focus. we got to be focused on God and asking what he created us to do. Because he created you. He created me. He created each one of us for a specific thing. And it's probably not all the same. In fact, I'm sure it isn't. You need to find out what God calls you to do and do it. That is the most important thing right now. Okay, and then in Psalms um, 50, I love the worship day because it just is so in line with what I was going to say. Thank you, worship team. Okay, Psalms 50 verse 1 says, The mighty one, God the Lord, has spoken and called the earth from the rising of the sun to its going down. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God will shine forth. And that is powerful. That is just a powerful scripture. So can you picture the Lord up there? He's calling out. He's speaking from one end of the earth to the other, from sunrise to sunset. He's calling the earth into his plan. We're part of that plan. And so he's given that to us. He's gracious enough to give us to be part of that plan. So it's our job to communicate with him. Okay, what does it say to do? It says over in verse 14, it says, Offer to God thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. What does that mean? That means being thankful to God. You thank him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you saved me. Thank you that, I'm, that I can do the things you want me to do. Thank you for who you created me, me to be. Lord, I praise you. I thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay, and then it says, call upon him in the day of trouble. Okay, call upon him. Call upon him every day. You know, we might, we might only have a little corner of what's going on in God's universe, but in that little corner that is ours, we need to have God as a center and ask him what our part is, okay? He's speaking out. He speaks from one end of the earth to the other. He speaks. He's God Almighty. Again, I love that song. Who is this God? Who is this guy? He's the creator of the whole earth. He sees everything everywhere. And so shouldn't we be communicating with him? I think so. I think so. We need to have a little bit of fear of God in our lives, you know, so we don't just go around doing stupid things that we shouldn't be doing. You know, just bumbling along, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm wondering why our life is a mess. Here we go, blah, 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 you know. And we're not communicating with God at all. Oh, I think this is a great idea. And I read about this. I read about this on social media, so I'm going to do it. No, don't do it. Because on social media, it's probably not something you should be doing. <laughs> anyway, just saying, there's so much rattling out there now that we have got to discern what God is saying. Okay, and it's not going to get easier. It isn't. We have artificial intelligence now. I was just talking to somebody the other day about how great artificial intelligence is. And, you know, if we just talk to this artificial intelligence, we're going to 
figure things out. I thought, who in the world is it? You know, this, there's no such thing as artificial intelligence. In fact, they're proving now that whoever dreamt that up, it's all a big fluke. Read that on the internet. It's true. I just read it the other day, okay? So don't believe what people are telling you. You don't need to go to artificial intelligence. Just go to God. Why would I want to even think about that? I mean, this blew me away when somebody told me, oh, I'm searching. Artificial intelligence is so great. And I just thought, that's really weird. <laughs> anyway, but that's what's happening in our world. You see it advertised on TV. I just saw an advertisement last night. This is the latest thing. Shouldn't surprise us. The devil is out to deceive us. He is. Okay, then in verse 15, the third thing we should do, he says, I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. If we give thanksgiving to God, and then if we call upon him, he will deliver us. Again, he will never fail us, okay? But it takes action on our part. We have got to act, okay? We can't just let it um, fly by and not do anything. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I'm going to read this now. <laughs> I don't even know where they got some of this information. I think they talked to Lewis about some of it, I remember. I'm not sure, but I think they did. Okay, look at this. Isn't that cool? Yeah. <laughs> He's goofy. Seal? That's pretty far out, huh? <laughs> right? <laughs> Who would have thought? Okay, so across the top, it says Alaska Legislature honoring Reverend Nancy Campbell. It says the members of the 32nd Alaska State Legislature honor Reverend Nancy Campbell from the Matsu Valley for her tireless work and dedication to her community, her church, and her state. Nancy Campbell attended the University of Pittsburgh and the Gospel Outreach School of Ministry to obtain her degree. She became an ordained minister at Gospel Outreach Christian Center and has served at Whitefields Church, yay, Whitefields Church, <laughs> as the Alaska State Capitol prayer liaison for Whitefields Church for 25 years. Actually, 26 this year. I know, amazing. Who knew, right? Thank you. Reverend F Campbell has served in the Faith and Community Initiative Board for the state of Alaska. You know, when I read this, I forgot I even did that. But I did. I was on a state board. I know. Interesting, huh? Has chaired the Madison Regional Hospital Board of Directors and has volunteered for multiple organizations in Alaska. Reverend Campbell has been a business owner, substitute teacher, assistant cross-country coach at Colony High, and as the Alaska State Capitol Prayer Liaison for Whitefields Church, she has traveled multiple times through the state capitol in general for the last 25 years to pray with and inspire elected officials and staff. Bye. Reverend Campbell has given the invocation during legislative floor session in both the House and the Senate countless times. She meets with individual legislators to pray for them and thank them for their public service. The members of the 32nd Alaska State Legislator commend Reverend Nancy Campbell for her desire to listen to this, to seek the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Blown away, they put that in there. I thought, wow. <laughs> and make a difference in the spiritual lives of those who serve as elected officials. So there you have it. I know, isn't that awesome? <laughs> I know, right? I know, so the enemy thought he was taking me on, and instead I got a citation. <laughs> I know, take that, right? <laughs> anyway. I just got that just when we got back from our vacation the other day, so I, I was pretty excited, pretty blessed, you know. So anyway, this is what I do, you guys. Anyway, I want to, um, one of the things I wanted to uh, share that happened uh, after, 
after this incident happened down there and I kind of pulled myself together, I was pretty, I was pretty upset. You know, I was like in tears. I thought, okay, I got, Campbell, you got to get, get it together. You can't walk around the Capitol in tears. Go in the bathroom, wipe my eyes, go to the next appointment, right? <laughs> anyway, so this, this, is, this is important here because I went and saw this man who I've been trying to see for a long time. I haven't been able to get in to see him because he's really busy. And the Lord made an opening for me. And so I went in to see him. Found out he's a believer, which was really awesome. And, and anyway, and the Lord gave me a word for him. Okay, and, I, and when I was praying, I felt like the Lord showed me something. So I told him what the word was, and he was super excited, you know. And so he, I think he was my last appointment on that last trip, yeah. So I was getting ready to leave. I was heading down the hallway, and he comes, he's walking down the hallway with his chief of staff, and he yells down the hall, Nancy Campbell, this is all because of you that I'm doing this. Yes! <laughs> I know. He tells us down the hall. Thought, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This is what happens when we listen to the Lord. I mean, I was totally out of it. I, felt, I just felt like going home with my, you know, my tail between my legs and forgetting it, you know. And then this happens. See, this is just how God works. You know, we just can't ever assume anything. Uh, Mark thought I should uh, share about uh, when I first went to Juno, which was many years ago. And I'll just give a little brief history on that. Um, I went to a conference in St. Louis, Missouri, I believe it's where it was, the National Conference, and this woman was speaking about how there was prayer in the capital of all these states. And so I did some research, and I thought, we don't have prayer in our capital, and we didn't, you know. And so I thought, I think I'm supposed to do that. Well, I don't do anything real fast. I took a, a year to pray. I prayed for a year, and finally Mark told me, are you going to ever do anything? It's been a year. <laughs> Give me a little push. You know. So I said, okay. We, I said, we can't even fly there. How are we going to get there? So we packed up our car, the dog, our three kids at the time, and drove to Juneau, got on the ferry, and did the whole thing. You know. It's quite a venture. And I didn't know what I was doing. So we were staying in this shed because we were staying with um, Ogans had a little shed on the back of their property. They didn't have room in their house. So we stayed in the shed. It had all this various stuff in it. And there was a typewriter there. And I thought, ah, if I get off the typewriter type up a letter to give the legislators. <laughs> anyway, I went down to Kinko's. I think there was a Kinko's at the time, which, you know, got it printed off, found this little business card that I had and put it on the top of there, and went around and gave it to the legislators. That's how I started. That was back in 1997. You know, I had not a clue what I was doing. Just so you know, you don't have to know what you're doing. It doesn't matter. God tells you to do it. Just do it. You know, I was scared to death. People would well, you know, they weren't all excited about, you can't do this separation of state and government. You know, you can't, you can't do this. Church can't be in here. And I just thought, well, God told me to do it. I'm doing it. You know? <laughs> I just thought, I'm just going to do it. Anyway, I got kicked out at one point in time, and then I had to get back in because I think there was somebody that was speaker of the house at the time that didn't like me. They decided they weren't going to allow the church to be in there. But then I got back in because all the Christian legislators decided they just ran out. They just get a room signed out in their name. I could use it. So that's what I did. And it's just expanded ever since then. So anyway, I just want to give glory to the Lord and thank him for that. And I just want to tell you, there's nothing that you can't do. You know, just find out what the Lord created you to do and go for it. You know, and it probably won't be easy, but hey, it's worth it. You know, it's totally worth it. Because there's fruit. And there's people uh, that I um, have known for years that are coming to know him. This is awesome. So it's like I'm seeing the fruit now of all those years. 
for whatever reason, Lord has decided this is the year he's going to show me on this fruit. So I like it. I love it. You know, people I never thought would get saved are now talking to me about the Lord. Wow, I never thought this person would get saved, Lord. <laughs> They're on fire for God. So anyway, I just wanted to share with you guys about that and give you an update. And Amen. Psalms, I think there's a one scripture I want to read here before I close. Psalms 48, 14 says, um, this is God, our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even to the death. Yes. This is our God. We asked today, who is our God? This is our God. This is him. He will be our guide forever and ever. And we just need to walk in that and know that. And even though it's difficult times, just press on. You know, don't think that you can't do it or don't wait for the, an opportune moment to do something. An opportune moment is probably never going to come. Just do it. Do it now. Vic was saying earlier that, that we need laborers for the harvest. We do. You might be some of those laborers for the harvest, okay? You probably are. So take a step in faith and do what the Lord is calling you to do. You might think it's really, you know, it looks really dumb or you don't know how you're going to do it. I mean, I had no idea how I was even going to get to Juneau. You know, I thought, well, we can't fly there. You know, I mean, we could, but how's that going to work? So we drove. You know, <laughs> it was an adventure. And anyway, I just thank God that he is on the move and that, that I can be a part of it. And I want to be wherever he's doing something. And if he... It continues to call me back to Juneau for however long. I'm going to go until I don't have any breath left. And that's what I'm supposed to do. Because there's such fruit. People are getting saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. I mean, that's what we need in our government. We had 19, I think 19 new legislators got elected this year, which is a lot. They're all very young. But you know what? A lot of them are believers. That's something that happened this last trip. I met some of them that I never met before. And they're on fire for God. That's awesome. That's what we need. That's what's going to turn things around. The only thing that will change our country or our state is people coming to the Lord. So anyway, we just got to do what God's calling us to do. And, I, you know, I'm not young. I'm going to be 74 in June. So this is like a huge step for me, you know. In fact, I told him this last trip. I said, okay, Lord, this is great. There's things happening. Hello, I'm going to be 74. I don't have the energy I did. You're going to have to energize me. Boom. I get it with the Holy Spirit. Okay, I'm energized. Okay, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Mark always goes, I don't know how you have that much energy. I said, it's God. It's totally God. It's not me. But anyway, if I can do it, you can do it. A lot of you are a lot younger than me, so get with it, okay? Okay, okay. 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 Pastor Vic, you want to come? Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website, whitefieldsalaska.com. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you today.